Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I'm going to go home and open the windows. You don't have any screens in your I, windows. I got to get draft. What do you mean you got to get the draft? crosswind. I got doors open. But you don't, windows have, you don't open. have screens. That's okay. Like the old days. They didn't have screens. Birds yeah. just came right in the house. I really enjoy how upset this makes you. I hope I come downstairs. From, all the windows are open. I hope, I hope there's an owl on my kitchen island just looking at me. <laughs> the owl says, Ashley told you to open the windows. Yeah. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a day today. Oh, we got some stuff we going have a day. on. Teddy, turn the music down. Turn it turn down. It all the way down. Got to crank her down. All the way down. Crank her on down. I want you to listen closely. Listen closely now. Ready? <laughs> that is me just ripped tearing sheet. up whatever we had planned today. Oh, it's gone. That was the show sheet for today. We had a whole good show planned for you. Well, probably wasn't good. We were going to do another segment on Altoona-style pizza. Yep, we had that locked in, but all ready to go. we tear all of that up because today is a huge day. Today is a huge day in the history of uh, really this radio station. Two new members of the Big Ten are coming in. Yeah, it's a big deal. USC and UCLA, uh, apparently it's it's done. The presidents have voted on this. It's a formality at this point. Some people are saying expect a press conference as soon as tonight, which <laughs> baffles me. I mean, you know, maybe tomorrow. I This is coming out of nowhere. True story. So I walk out of here for 10 minutes today. This was this was so great because you as soon almost as soon as your ass was out the door is when Ted turns around to me and Paul Keels. So we sit right next to each other. And he goes, hey, man, you seen this about USC and UCLA? And we're like, no. And then and then it, it for 10 minutes, we sit I there was gone for 10 minutes and go from none of us knew any of this to like, I'm down here talking with evil bald Colin. Like, did you guys see this? Dave Holmes and Timmy Hall and I are having like a roundtable discussion. Did Paul and I and Ted are all like, what does this mean? Where's this team going to go? That team going to go? And then you walk back in 10 minutes later. Everybody's going crazy. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is this is done, apparently. You'll have to excuse me because I'm, I'm a little shocked at this entire thing. I'm surprised that it was kept quiet and it got to this stage. I'm also a little surprised, and I'm not saying it shouldn't be this way, but, you know, we... All these ADs like to come out and these these conference commissioners like to come out and talk about how they're leaders of men and it's so important to, 
you know, mean what you say and do what you mean and all this stuff. And all we've heard every single time, you know, Gene Smith opens up his mouth or George Clavicle, whatever the Pac-12's commissioner's name is. <laughs> Kleevkov. Kleevkov. Every time he opens up his mouth and the ACC jabron is this partnership, this partnership that's alive and well between the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the ACC. Well, apparently it's not alive and well when it comes to poaching two teams. Again, I'm not saying that th- this shouldn't happen. I think this is good, very good for the Big Ten. It's terrible for the Pac-12, and we'll talk more about that throughout the three-hour program. But I'm just shocked that all of this was going down under the radar of everybody in the media, especially with this new alliance that they've created. Yeah, well, that is, to me, I think something that pretty clearly signifies that that alliance did not matter. We should have never cared about it. I don't think it has any standing. Do you think the Pac-12 and the Big Ten are going to be talking anytime soon? No, but it was just, was it earlier this week or was it last week? We were talking about this because they were talking about how healthy the alliance was. Yeah, And behind the scenes... Two of the Pac-12 schools are plotting their exit. Oh, man. Well, and all and, of this is done with Kevin Warren in England. Yeah, that's the other thing is apparently right now, is that right, Ted? He's in London? He's not even like stateside while yeah, all this that is, is happening? Correct. Yeah, he's entertaining potential Big Ten clients. And, and that yeah. proves he's totally useless. Now, <laughs> he had nothing to do with any of this. Because first thing I think of is Big Ten advertisers. Let's go to Milton Keynes. Like, let's go as far. Let's go to Chelsea. Let's go to the Tawny districts of London hey! to find. <laughs> Hello, Kevin Warren. Is he going to footprint? Be... Is he going <laughs> to come in? Do, do they have that in England where they're sitting there going like, I say, good chap, what is going on with that Illinois you speak of? I got to tell you, you weren't even on my radar until Rutgers came into your conference. <laughs> when you got New York City, then I realized what the Big Ten was. <laughs> I do enjoy the stylings musically of a PJ Fleck and the Flecktones. I am very much a fan. Yes, good sir. I got bold very quickly. Kirk Ferentz's buyout is astronomical, I say. I say again, harumph. Like they're just <laughs> harumphing over there. They're so mad. Anyway, so he's in London while apparently the entirety of college football is changing and college athletics with USC and UCLA. Now, I I can understand if maybe you're someone initially that you hear that and go, but UCLA, they're not that good in football anymore. And USC, okay, maybe with Stop. Lincoln Riley. This is you beyond huge. You can, I, I cannot, as someone who looks at this every day, you're someone who looks at this every day. We have been doing this for a very long time. I cannot recall... Five things that were more shocking than this. No, you know In me. my time of doing my, uh, this look, job. You look at the computer every single day and you make the same noise. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh. And it could be just like for a, like a funny meme that you see. Yes, it is. Many times that's all it is. Or, you know, a war has started. It's the same There's, response yes, for Yes, I, I get very excited about minimal and maximal things. And you know that I'm normally, and maybe it, it's frustrating to some people. I know it's frustrating to my wife. But I'm normally the calm down guy. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, calm down. It's not as big as you think, and here's why. But as soon as I walked in and you told me that today, it was unbelievable. I looked. I, you it looked hit me like, like a ton of bricks. You looked like I could have knocked you over with the feather. Well, we, I, we talk about it all the time. I think we actually talked about it yesterday. Is that it just makes too much sense, too much financial sense 
for the Pac-12 and the Big 12, and now the ACC is going to get ready to. It just makes too much sense to switch things up a little bit. The Big 10, before all of this, and now we know why that TV deal's been delayed, don't we? Yeah, because they I wanted think so. to get this signed and done by Memorial Day, and they've they've been pushing it. And oh, don't worry, things are still headed in the right direction. Well, now we know why they've been pushing this because that billion dollar number per year that we were talking about that's out the window. Sure. And the Pac-12, they were crossing their fingers, hoping that their television deal would get them two hundred and fifty million dollars a year, a quarter of what the Big Ten would get. And now you got to wonder what the hell the future of that conference is going to look like because don't you think the Oregon people are on the phone right now trying to figure out what to do? If I'm Oregon, I'm calling the I'm going to start calling them the three major conferences. I mean, and the ACC is questionably in that. And and Oklahoma's on the phone saying we're not going to get left here. Right, right. I mean, you've got look at this. This this is if USC and UCLA are not part of the Pac-12. I don't care what they've done on the football field in the last 10 years. I don't care what they've done, although obviously UCLA has done a lot better on the basketball court of late. I don't care what it looks like from that standpoint. You are talking about two of the biggest athletic departments as far as revenue, as far as interest level, as far as fan bases, as far as all that in the country. Now, yeah, UCLA, not what they used to be in terms of football. No one is making that claim. That is not a top five job. I'm not saying anything like that. As far as if you're looking to become an athletic director and you in your career path have UCLA or USC as that's where I'd like to be the athletic director. You better be an athletic director at two or three other power five schools before you're likely to get that job. You know what I mean? They're big boy jobs. These are big time schools. These are huge deals. Look at the to be in charge of either USC of these schools. Just got, right? right. I mean, they, Lincoln Riley was not at some crappy scrub school. He no. was at Oklahoma. He's at the crown jewel of the SEC's big splash move. That's where he was, was at that school. And he said, I got to get somewhere bigger than this. And they go out and they land him. He transforms the entire roster. You've got name, image, and likeness money out the ass in Los Angeles right now because of what's going on at USC. This is a huge move. It is not the final move. Trust me. No. You know, the the Pac-12 and the Big 12, they have a choice. And the ACC, too. But let's focus on Pac-12, Big 12. They have a choice. They could either die separately or perhaps die together. But their best chance of survival at this point is to merge and try and make something of these two conferences. Because as it sits right now, there is no Power 5. Oh, yeah. There is a Power 2. It makes, right. I, and I would say the ACC doesn't even really have a claim to be the Power 3. That's why I said there is a Power 2. Clemson is on the phone. They're on the phone. Notre Dame is on the phone. Oh, and and there's implications there, too, that we will get into. I mean, it it is USC and UCLA taking everything they have out of the Pac-12 pretty much deflates the rest of the Pac-12. Oregon on the field, much better, you know, from a football standpoint than either of those schools have been the last 10 years. You tell me right now if Oregon wants to be in a Pac-12 without USC and UCLA. The answer is no. Stanford does not want to be in a Pac-12 without USC and UCLA. Utah doesn't want to be it. I mean, I'm not trying to disparage Utah. I'm just saying that's a team not with the same type of history when it comes no. to that conference. They don't want to be Washington. None of these schools want to be in the Pac-12 if there isn't a USC and a UCLA attached to it. That helps. Look at Oregon's recruiting. Where have they recruited a lot of their talent from? Southern California. Why? 
Because you can tell them every year, the guys you're recruiting up to Oregon, hey, man, come up here. I know it's far from where you live and where your family is, but your family will get to see you a couple times a year or, you know, once a year where we'll play one of those schools down there. You'll have a chance possibly to go back and be a part of the Rose Bowl or something like that. But we'll be in Southern California quite often. Now, that I mean, some of that still applies, but not exactly. And I don't know how Oregon can respond to that. And that's where they've got to look and say, if we can't do it in football, then we've got other problems we've got to consider. We've got to be on a big stage. There are so many other wrinkles to this. You know, usually we like to jump around on this show because we both don't have large attention spans. No. But today, there are just so many different layers to peel away here. And you brought up the Rose Bowl. I want to talk about that. There is going to be a press conference either today or tomorrow or early next week. You're going to hear a lot of gobbledygook in that press conference. And I'm going to tell you right now, don't believe anything that you hear. We'll talk more about this next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for on the drive right now. You'll find traffic is slow on I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Plan about a five-minute backup. You'll also find traffic is slow on I-70 eastbound between Mountain Street and Route 315. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Big breaking news today. This is not a drill. USC and UCLA, they are set to join the Big Ten. That's, this is real. It's stunning, right? It's apparently is, done. Uh, they're just waiting on a formal vote. Maybe that's going on as we speak. But a press conference could be coming down today or tomorrow. I mean, this is a, yes, a, a very huge story that I'm trying to remember. Do we have who the, uh, who was the original person who confirmed this? Uh, it's John Wilner. It was a Pac-12 guy. Yeah, he's a Pac-12 writer. Um, looks like uh, with the Mercury News, San Jose Mercury Dispatch, whatever that, I don't know what that paper's called, but you know what it is. San Jose, California mercury something or other anyway that's the guy who did this and when we first saw it ted and i well ted brings it up and you see this from time to time in our business where someone posts something and then no one else posts it and you're like well is this happening or did this one person just get some weird info are they way out ahead of this or are they completely wrong but i saw Stuart mandel pete the mel Pat Forty, name your college football writer that you've heard they of. All, they all jumped They're on all this. They're all retweeting Instantly. this guy and saying, well, if anyone would know, it'd be him. He apparently is the most plugged in Pac-12 reporter out there. And then they all got the story yeah, within and then, five minutes. And then within five or ten minutes, Nicole Auerbach and a bunch of other reporters who said, I can confirm with my sources what this guy's reporting. This is real. This is happening. And I, I, it's shocking to me. But there are many things to unpack from this that I think we will have plenty of time to get into today but 
I just saw this little tidbit that made me laugh where another Pac-12 reporter had said the deal is expected to include all of the sports for both USC and UCLA except for one. Can you guess which sport will not be coming with them to the Big Ten? No. Beach volleyball. Oh, all right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> which just made me think about like somewhere in one of the bowels of one of these big 10 institutions like Illinois, they're sitting around talking like, well, can we get a beach volleyball team? How hard would that be? We got some sand. Let's give it a shot. And then maybe you have beach volleyball in a bunch of places where there are no beaches, but let's do it. Maybe we could have beach volleyball be in the big 10, but that tells you how far down in this process that they are. Yeah, that they've discussed all of this and they realize that, oh, yeah, beach volleyball is not going to work. We'll have to work something out. We don't have enough schools to play those matches. We can't do that. You know, we get bogged down by stuff, you know, and in college football powerhouses get bogged down by, well, we can't expand the playoffs the way we want to expand the playoffs because, you know, these two conference commissioners don't get along. And after all, what are we going to do about the Rose Bowl? How many times have we heard that? Oh, what? We can't piss off the Rose Bowl. Oh, yeah. Don't upset the Rose Bowl. We can't do that. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think USC and UCLA called up the Rose Bowl executives and said, hey, what do you think about all this? No, they didn't give two craps about the Rose Bowl. UCLA is a satellite campus of Cal. Right. University of California, Los Angeles. According to all the reports, Cal knew nothing about this. (laughs) And it's done. (laughs) They knew nothing. Right. I love how we think too sometimes as much as I'm sure there, there are plenty of things that did have to be eyes dotted and T's crossed. I think sometimes looking outside in the general public, that includes you and me because we're as about general public as anyone who's in the media. We look at all this stuff and say, well, they could never do this because of blank. Right. There are too many hurdles, too much red tape. No, when there's this amount of money involved. They can get it done. They cut that red they tape. They want to do it. They'll During do it. During this press conference, you're going to hear a lot of gobbledygook about, well, we realized our values really aligned oh, together. Geez. You know you're going to hear it. Yeah. There's only one reason why this is happening, you know, and that is money. Their money, their their values are Ted DiBiase's values. That's all it is. Every man has his price. That's the value that aligned. And by the way, I'm all here for it. When we're talking about college athletics there are some things money can't buy and you should have principles in some areas we're talking about college sports i don't care what your principles are about where you should play your football games i'm glad you picked the big 10 i'm glad that's going to be fun i can't wait to know that pretty much every two or three years because i don't know with they've just said they're not going to do divisions they may have to rethink that i don't know but either way, I'm not doing divisions. Well, my because point you, is, you could add you could add more schools in five minutes or next year. Well, true enough. But my point is, whenever this all settles, they may have to say, "All right, well, we do want to do divisions now, and we want to make it so that everyone gets to play these schools." But be assured, every I don't know, probably once every four years minimum, you're going to have one, if not two, trips out to L.A. If you're a Buckeye fan who likes to travel and try to go to games, you will have a chance to go travel to these iconic stadiums. Coliseum and Rose Bowl, and that's going to be a conference game. Those might be, at least in the USC case, you might have top 10 matchups going out there. These are going to be prime time. What are the dollar amounts on those games? Huge. Ridiculous. Huge. And we haven't got fully into this, but this is going to be a bug lamp 
for a lot of big flies that oh, have been I, hovering around sniffing for that pile of money. They are they you don't think Notre Dame right now is I'm looking at this you. and saying we could be in the money pile. They are having emergency meetings right now. We could have our conference rivalry be also one of our ultimate rivalries we've ever had every single year. That's a conference game now. And that now makes us a premier partner in any of these TV deals. And like if Ohio State or USC are getting any extra because of how big they are, Notre Dame could say, well, we deserve that too. If that's happening, maybe it's not. You're talking about perhaps the the richest television deal clearly the richest television deal in college sports history one of the richest in sports media history will happen if notre dame jumps into what is already going to be an insane amount of money and the ink's not dry on this new television deal no nope. and that's why you're going to see stuff continue to move behind the scenes schools are going to want to get in here and get a piece of that tv pie before this deal is signed look maybe you're rolling your eyes right now because you've heard me talk for 20 years about notre dame's going to have to join a conference eventually and they don't they've held out they've they've held tough with their independence what independence are you holding on to right now all right what's it benefiting you? well that's the thing is that nbc's probably in on this media deal with the big 10 you have seen at least the last five years that nbc doesn't care about you haven't you they continue to throw crappy announcers at you. They're probably going to throw Chris Collinsworth's kid on the broadcast. They want to put your games on Peacock. They don't care anything about you. Oh, and by the way, the TV dollars, it's not even a quarter. It's not even a quarter no. of what Big Ten schools are going to get with this new media deal. You can't, in today's landscape, you cannot pass up that amount of money. You can't. No. I saw a couple tweets here that I find interesting. Pete Sampson who covers Notre Dame for The Athletic. or uh, Yeah, The Athletic, that's right. He said the what would it take for Notre Dame to join a conference question has always hinged on access to the playoffs, home for Olympic sports, and a TV partner. They need all three. And he says that hasn't changed. But total destruction of major conference affiliation could alter all three of these, right? Well, they, they play UCLA, and not UCLA, yeah, USC, uh, USC right. every single year. Well, then I and I'm, I know that he doesn't speak for the university. He's just talking probably in his role as college football analyst, but Brady Quinn had this to say about it. He re- replied to Pete's tweet and said, Notre Dame has benefited from a national schedule, East Coast to West Coast, through their independence. That is now offered by the Big Ten. Don't underestimate the impact of alumni events and contributions with a national schedule. If you can offer that along with greater TV money, and then he put a shrugging emoji. So that's what they're saying is before all the benefits we said, we don't, we can't get this in a conference. We can't play a nationwide schedule, not in a conference where you got to stay in one region of the country, even the big 10 as spread out as that is. Well, now that that's all blown out of the water. Notre Dame would have every reason to say, well, no, we don't really want to go to the Southeastern Conference or the ACC because they don't play a nationwide schedule. But one of these conferences has games in New Jersey and in California and half the states in between now. I We could consider that conference. That's the Big Ten. Huge story today. USC, UCLA getting ready to join the Big Ten. We'll talk more about it next. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. Traffic is stop and go on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Plan on some heavy backups over there. You'll also find traffic is slow on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Another five-minute backup in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by Pierre's Ice Cream. Get your spoons ready to Columbus. Delicious Pierre's Ice Cream is available now. It's made in Ohio, so creamy and irresistible. Pierre's Ice Cream. Enjoy. Find Pierre's at Giant Eagle, Meyer, Discount Drug Mart, and Mark's. And Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. So we do have other things today. We have Bone of Education, top of the 4 o'clock hour. Would you rather, at 534, send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Huge news today, USC and UCLA are set to join the Big Ten. This is not a drill. This is real. Press conference as soon as tonight. This came down very quickly, about an hour before the show started. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make sense of all of this and what the next steps are going to be. I can't, and I said this last time, last go around with, with realignment and these conferences poaching teams that I thought we were going to see a lot more of this. And we have. Maybe it's been a little bit slower than we initially anticipated, but now we've seen two teams, Texas and Oklahoma, two huge teams, jumping to the SEC. And now we have two other huge schools in USC and UCLA jumping to the Big Ten. These television deals are about to be signed. I I find it hard to believe this would be it, that everything would calm down now. The stakes are too high. We've seen the SEC, we've seen Greg Sankey come out and essentially say, yeah, you know, we've thought about doing our own playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and maybe... Well, go, again, go ahead. Well, that's, that's said, the thing. Is, go right ahead. You know, I, I wonder, and I was going to say, I wonder if Kevin Warren, he doesn't have, probably have a thought in any of this, but I wonder if the power brokers in the Big Ten who are responsible for this are sitting behind the scenes saying, yeah, all right, go do your own thing, and we'll do ours, and let's see how much money we both get. Yeah, you. I know that we tend to look at things sometimes from the on the field, who plays better football. And if you want to go, you know, best team in the Big Ten, best team in the SEC every year, Ohio State versus Bama, that's usually where that would break down, right? Then you go to the second best team in the SEC, second best team in the Big Ten. You go all the way down the list. You probably have after, you know, at, at certain places, the SEC probably comes out ahead more times in those head-to-head matchups of first, second, third, fourth if you went down the line, that is not what we're talking about when it comes to TV money. That is not what we're talking about when it comes to why these college football playoffs exist. You you could, if the SEC truly wants to go down that road, especially now with the Big Ten getting the West Coast involved more, you can forget about winning any type of monetary or television competition there. And as far as on the field competition, this also does help Ohio State have better competition, I think. USC will be better competition for them when they are, you know, more fully in this. But it's not just that. It's going to draw more teams 
to join the Big Ten, I think. I, I'm with you that I don't think this is over. I think there are teams in both the Big 12 and the Pac-12 that are saying, can we do that too? Or where where could we land? Should we merge those two conferences? They have, they have to merge. They have to. They, it it but probably if I'm, if dies I'm Oregon, anyway. If I'm Oregon, if I'm Washington, you if do I'm, something. I, I, I don't want to be on that boat. I don't want that merger. Well, I don't care what that merger right, is. I'm you, not going to be there. You got to figure it out. You know, and, and I know I've, I've talked about Notre Dame a lot in the past, but it's different now. And if you can't sense that, I don't know what to tell you. And a lot of the Notre Dame people that I see on Twitter, a lot of the Brady Quinns and the alums of Notre yeah. Dame who normally are there, you know, waving the flag for independence, they're not doing that today. Nope. They, they understand know. what's at stake here. They understand that. And Notre Dame right now is the prettiest girl to dance because the ACC is desperate. Yes. They are desperate. They're going to give Notre Dame a sweetheart deal. Unless the Big Ten gives them a better one. Exactly right. I saw this from Richard, one of our listeners. Uh, he tweets this quite often. Appreciate you listening, Richard. He said, so what's bigger, Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC or USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten? I, I have to really think and pause about that for a second because Oklahoma is certainly, of all those four teams, the one that's had the most on-field success recently. Right, one of the guys who is primarily responsible for a lot of that on-field success is now that not there. That guy, if you want to take Oklahoma and say, well, what Oklahoma's been, them and what Texas is as far as recruiting, that's bigger for the SEC. Okay, fair point. But Oklahoma, as far as on-the-field stuff, that whole program is basically now, you could say, USC. Because the guy who was in charge of helping get that to where it was... That guy's now going to do that in Southern California. By the way, now with the attachment of the Big Ten. So now his recruitment opens up too. Not that USC had trouble recruiting before, but if they ever did, now you can also recruit anywhere you want to, you know, in the Midwest. If there's a player there's a player he likes in Ohio, they're going to have an easier time to recruit that than they would have previously because of the fact that now they're in the Big Ten. And that, I mean, kind of sucks for Ohio State a little bit, but that's the trade-off you make. I don't know which is bigger at this point, honestly, but I'm tempted to say that USC and UCLA could be just as big. I'm just a dummy on the radio and flyover country, but I think we can all agree that whether it should or not, perception in college sports is everything, right? Yeah. The perception of this team being great is sometimes even better than actually being great. Because if you have all the talking heads like Herbie on TV talking you up all the time, Voters see that. The committee, they see it. Even though they should just be focusing on film, they're, they're buying into the buzz. Perception's important in both college football and college basketball. And right now, as they go in and renegotiate these television deals, the Big Ten can walk in and say, and we know that not everybody in these markets, they care, but they can walk in and say, hey, uh, New York, it's ours. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, it's ours. Chicago, it's ours. Yeah. Now, can all any of those hillbillies say that? Not at all. Down south. Not no. at all. No. And you can say, well, it doesn't matter because those people don't really care. No. I'm telling you, it matters. As much as I crapped on the Rutgers deal, from a business standpoint, it did make sense. You know, I... I, I, I sometimes would come on the air and make fun of Jim Delaney. I made fun of the Big Ten Network initially. What are you putting on? Volleyball in the middle of the day? Who the hell's going to watch that? It has worked out for them. 
financially. They have made some really good moves. They've made some stupid moves over the years, too. But from a business standpoint, they have cashed those checks. Yeah. Well, and not just that. I mean, on that eastern seaboard with Maryland, who, again, not the biggest school you're going to think of when you think of athletics. That does bring in the D.C. market, too. Sure it does. Which, all those, by the way, all those markets you mentioned are also great places to recruit great talent for football, basketball, etc. You've had a lot of talent come out of those areas. So, I mean, it it does not, to me, look like the SEC can continue to say, we are just the best conference, bar none. You, you, you already had a very good claim it's the Big Ten when you factor in all the other sports. Basketball conference, we haven't even gotten to, which we could spend plenty of time on that. What are this basketball conference is going to be insane? Yeah. UCLA, USC added to what is already one of the toughest conferences in the country, if not the toughest. Tell me that's not great. And that's before, who knows? Maybe a school like Kansas says, hey, uh, we'd like to join up because we don't want to stay in the Big 12. We want to be a part of the Big 10 now. And we want to do that for basketball purposes, but we'll bring the football team too, which isn't great. Man, I'll tell you, I almost think it would be interesting if the Big Ten started saying, yeah, we could not just add another couple schools to this. We could add six yeah. or four, yeah. but we might have to cut a few loose. And I'll tell you, the number one school I would cut loose from this conference I, I, right I, I now, you're going to get all frosty down there, aren't you, on the plains, Nebraska? Right. I don't care about Nebraska at all. See ya. Enjoy husking your corn. Go husk it in whatever the Big 12 is now, because I don't want you and I don't care. We have USC and UCLA. Oregon's knocking on the door. Notre Dame wants to get in. Clemson might be interested. I don't care about you, Nebraska. Bye-bye. Toodles. See you later. Remember last uh, last football season, there was that story that got legs for about two seconds that Nebraska was considering a move back to the Big 12? Go! Go <laughs> right ahead, you dopes. Enjoy Scott Frost's buyout or whatever you have left with him. What a bunch of idiots. Remember that? Yeah, we're mad. We're us in Ohio State. Shut up. Just go back there and suck at football like you always do. USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten. We continue to discuss coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on 670 Westbound at 4th Street. It is blocking the two right lanes. Traffic is stop and go from I-71 with police on scene. Please be very careful over here and plan on some heavy backups. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. No college education, and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Bone of education, top of the hour. What are we learning about today? Uh, We are going to learn about the mystery of the current American flag. All right. There is some legend and lore about the current flag that apparently has some ties to central Ohio, believe it or not. 
but it may not all be true. So we're going to unpack all that in honor of Independence Day coming up uh, in just the top of the hour. Uh, would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. I just saw this uh, was tweeted to us by Zane. Thanks for sending this this way. Mark Fiscarelli tweeted, Big 12 source in the wake of USC and UCLA going to the Big 10, which, yes, if you've just joined us, that's, that's the news real. today. That's a that's real, real thing that's happening. In the wake of USC and UCLA going to the Big 10, Kansas has had talks internally to try to make a push to join the Big East as soon as 2025, presumably going independent in football. Now, I know that I had just said in the last segment, maybe they would try to join the Big Ten in basketball or, you know, overall and deal with football being awful, but at least they'd have basketball. But that's a very interesting angle on it. If they choose to go to a basketball conference and just play football as an independent school, what the hell is the Big 12 as a basketball conference at that point? Nothing. Right. Big 12's dead. Pac-12 is going to die. Big 12 is going to die. Uh, ACC is scrambling right now to figure something out. Yeah, this is not the Power Five. This is the Power Two right now. And don't get me wrong. The SEC, they're talking today, too. They're a little concerned today, too. By the way, can you tell that ESPN's the home of the SEC? Because if you go on ESPN.com, you can hardly find any of this. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Durant's on the, on the front page because he requested a trade today from Brooklyn. But this is the biggest story in sports. I've been working here for 20 years. This is one of the biggest stories that we've had since I've been working here. And if you go to the main page on ESPN.com, you have to scroll down to find this story of USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten. Right. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a big deal for Kevin Durant requesting a trade is is a huge bit of news, but that that's is fine. But don't you think that's a little transparent? It's, well, it's it's one and one A at the very least, right? Isn't it that and this? I mean, one of the two of the most storied programs in college athletics are joining one of the oldest conferences in college yeah, athletics. We, we know you're the home of the Southeastern Conference. You have to be so obvious about it. I guess they do. By the way, one thing that I really love, because you were talking about the you know Big 12 is dead, Pac-12 is likely dead, and I think they're going to get picked over by the other conferences because their calls are going out. People are sending their emissaries to various locales and Zoom calls and wherever else they have to to say, hey, we're Oregon. What, what, do, you, what do you got? Can you got a spot for us? Can we work something in? Who do we need to bring with us? Want us to call Washington? What do you want us to do? Like That's happening right now. But what I love is that the powers that be at the Rose Bowl have just been completely neutered out of nowhere today. They, You don't have to ask the Rose Bowl about anything anymore. Now, maybe that concerns you as a college football fan who says, but I love the Rose Bowl. Because I, too, once loved the Rose Bowl, and I still do to some I love, the, I love the history and the tradition of the Rose Bowl. I don't want to crap on that, but... No. I don't like the people who run the Rose Bowl. That's right. And, and I don't like the fact that the Rose Bowl has stood in the way of what I think could be meaningful progress. Yep. Although you know, they've done it quite a bit of in course their history. They have. Of course they have. And it, it was proven today that they don't matter anymore. Well, and if you're saying, why would you say they don't matter? Let me ask you, what is a lot of the history? When you think of the Rose Bowl, oh, the great matchups of the Rose Bowl. And I know this is centered towards Buckeye fans because we obviously have those memories. But mm -hmm. a lot of the history you're going to watch of the Rose Bowl is Ohio State playing UCLA, Ohio State playing USC, Michigan playing UCLA, Michigan playing USC, Big Ten powers playing the West the Coast powers. The best of the Big Ten against the best of the West. And a lot of times that was those two Southern California schools. Right. 
Well, now that's just a conference matchup. You're going to see that eight times a year, whatever, how nine times. You're going to see USC play nine Big Ten schools every year. UCLA play nine Big Ten schools every year. Why would it matter that now, oh, Utah and Ohio State, that was a fun game. Don't get me wrong. It was a great matchup. I had a lot of fun watching it. That is not what I picture as far as the allure and the romance of the Rose Bowl. No. What you're picturing is now what the Big Ten's just going to have. The Big Ten basically co-opted the Rose Bowl and said, we got the best parts of the history, and now it's here. So thank you for that. Wondering who else makes sense. You know, because Oregon makes sense. Washington makes sense. Sure, that's, that's Seattle, right? I mean, yeah. you've got in Portland, essentially. I know that's not... I know that Oregon is not in Portland, but that's Doesn't the matter. market that's going to care ex- the most extend, about it. You extend your reach out west. You basically cover the west coast if you get those two. Yeah. You know, both Arizona programs are in such bad shape. Who the hell cares at this point? <laughs> I know, right? Isn't you know? That, but that you know that area of the country would be... Could you imagine for a second, Arizona State plays a home game against Ohio State, and I don't know how many's holding their stadium now, but it's 90% scarlet and gray out there. You imagine, you know how well Ohio State travels, and you know how many Buckeye fans live in that area. They would swamp that place with Ohio State fans. It would be like a home game out west. All right, let me ask you this. And I know this isn't this isn't going to happen like this, but we're just playing radio for a second. Sure. You can have two of these. Okay. They come in a pair. Oregon and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Or... Oklahoma and Baylor. Oh, I uh, I definitely want Oregon Notre Dame. Actually, I think if you'd have said Oregon State and Notre Dame, I'd probably take that. Just because I do kind of <laughs> want Notre Dame at this point. Let's so get do it. I. Let do you know why? Here's not because of Notre Dame. Don't get it twisted, Notre Dame fans. I'm not saying I value you so much more than I value some of these other schools. What I'm saying is it's the golden nugget that's still sitting out there for one of these conferences to claim. They know that. Everyone knows that. I want the Big Ten to be the ones who say, yeah, we we put a ring on it. We got it. We got it done. That's our school now. Would, we're all, would in, I we're change all there. your mind if I said Oklahoma and Florida State? Uh, or, or Oregon, Oregon and Notre Dame? And Notre Dame. <sighs> yeah, because... Uh, Again, I'm thinking of the Florida State that I grew up with. And that it could be that again. It could be that again. Will it be that again? Though? I don't, I don't I know. I mean, we said the same thing about the Nebraska that I grew up with, and how's that working out? Yeah. Not great. But at least, you know, Florida State comes in an area that you're already recruiting. That's true. And Florida State is a basketball school. That's Now that's a big ad. Well, right can I there. tell you something? They are a basketball that's school what right no, now. No, I said they're a great basketball yeah. school. They're not really a football school no. as much. I'd I'd value the basketball product almost more than I'd value the football product. But maybe that ah, it's still though. I gotta have. Then I assume Notre Dame goes to someone else, not the Big Ten. I kind of want Notre Dame to be in the Big Ten now, and then we can just point and laugh at the hillbillies. I really want that, Teddy. I see. I want Notre Dame too. So pretty much anything you throw at me, I'm going to take Notre maybe Dame. I'm, maybe I'm crazy. Are we being crazy over here that Notre Dame is the crown jewel? No, because I'm with you guys. I'm taking Notre Dame and whoever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't right, care. Okay. <laughs> you just toss them in. It's, I think Notre Dame's the big one, yes. That, to me, is where the, the discussion goes in the next you know few weeks, months, however long. I don't know. Maybe Notre Dame just keeps holding out and waiting for I, something I to drop. How, I don't see how they can. 
Maybe yeah. they just stay or you know join the ACC though, and they're happy with that. But again, they've had that opportunity but, multiple times, and they've never pulled the trigger yeah. on it because they say that as as. And I thought that Brady Quinn perspective was great. He said, "We like the fact that as an independent, Notre Dame can go across the country and have games in California, mm-hmm. games out east, games in the south, games wherever we want because we're not tied to any one conference. We have a nationwide donor base. We have nationwide fan base. We're a nationwide school." Well, then you should join the nationwide conference because that's that's really what it is at this point. The Big Ten is not Mr. Worldwide. It's Mr. Nationwide, Pitbull, but it's getting there. We may, and, and Kevin Warren's in England, so we may actually be Mr. Worldwide coming soon. Bone of Education coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still causing delays on 670 westbound at 4th Street. Traffic is bumper to bumper from I-71. Please be careful. There are police on scene. Plan about a 10-minute backup in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by BP. When you sign up for BP Me Rewards, you can get five cents off every gallon of gas every time at BP and Amico stations. To go on, treat yourself, download BP Me Rewards, and start saving today. On the NRA with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the week. No, that's tomorrow. Would you rather? It's coming up at 534. Send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. I saw uh, if you've missed it and uh, if you've missed the Sports Center update just there, maybe you didn't quite catch that or you were going, huh? Is that real? Yeah. USC, UCLA, to the Big Ten, announcement coming soon. Very soon, apparently, within the next day. Man. Such a... Again, we talk all the time. We do this all the time. How many years have we done in the middle of the summer, no less? Hey, if we were going to grab a team from out west, or we were going to grab this team, who would you want to see join the Big Ten? USC would be on the radar... I mean, nine times out of ten in that discussion, right? Even as bad as they've been at times, you would want USC in that discussion. And UCLA probably isn't as much of a a thing you'd immediately say, oh, got to have UCLA. But now that rivalry is here. In my mind, the greatest color on color as far as uniform colors, when they play with the maroon and gold and the you know, Powder Blues, when those two teams match up, it's one of the greatest uni combos I've ever seen in a rivalry game. That's now a Big Ten game. I, like, I can't, I will not be able to get used to that for probably years. Well, and that just that's the, a Big Ten game. The details of this that we learn, you know, I had a buddy around six months ago, someone knocked on his door and said, we like your house. How much is it going to take to get you out of this house? Right. And he gave him a ridiculous number. And they said, we can work with that. They left the contract, or they left their contact information. They got together later and they worked out a price. Wow. Very close to what my buddy said at the door. A ridiculous number. And when you hear about what happened here, apparently it was USC and UCLA that called up the Big Ten and said, hey, um, we'd like to come and be with you. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not like Kevin Warren was out there on any sort of fact-finding mission. Maybe that happened a couple years ago when they had a little introduction. Oh, wouldn't it be nice if, well, keep us in mind if you're ever in need of a change, blah, blah, blah. They call up the Big Ten and said, hey, uh, we know you're renegotiating these television deals and you're about to get a billion dollars, but do you think you'd get more if you had two other big-time schools in a, in a <laughs> number two market in the country? Right. Well, and Ted brought this up earlier, and he's spot on with it. Because when this when we first got this news, and it was just one guy reporting it, but a guy who was very plugged in in the Pac-12, when he was reporting it, John Wilner, I think is his name, we're all sitting around going, is this real? Is this legit? And Ted brought up the point. He's like, you know, man, they were supposed to have that TV deal done back at Memorial Day. Yeah. We're now almost to the 4th of July, and they have announced nothing. Maybe this is why. And I think that's spot on. At least as far as they, I bet you they wanted to get a deal done by Memorial Day and somewhere in the path between there and now, someone reached out and said, hold on a second. They're talking about a billion dollars a year. We can't not be a part of that. Pac-12 is ridiculous. We're not doing this. We're going, we're going to find a way. So yeah, but you'd be surprised. I I'm, I can't wait for the reporting to come out on exactly how all this went down because maybe it wasn't even that, again, when we say USC and UCLA, called the big 10 who what who do they call the, the the phone number they list on the website like you know what I mean? there's not like it's not like that there had to be some level of back room conversations between someone who has knowledge of inner workings at usc or ucla and those two had to probably get on the same page then they had to go and talk to the big 10 again probably through like another president of a school that's you think Gene Smith wasn't at least somewhat aware of a little bit of this? It wouldn't surprise me if Gene Smith took the lead on this. I Who knows, man? But that's my point is that I don't necessarily picture it as being a, a joint lawyer for both USC and UCLA called Kevin Warren's attorneys at the Big Ten and said, let's work out a deal. It probably was different than that. It probably went through some ADs or some channels like that where People who don't run the university but know well enough that they can get it done if they want to talk to other people at other schools in the Big Ten and said, we are interested. You better pass the word along and let's see if we can get this done. Well, we'll know if Gene was involved. If at the press conference they talk about the Hoosier Dome. That's one of the main reasons why they wanted to join the Big Ten. Yeah. We couldn't pass up the opportunity to play our games at the Hoosier Dome. No, could not do that for sure. Uh, by the way, I saw this tweet that uh, I think we're going to get a lot of these, and I'm excited for it. I just didn't expect it to come from this, right? You would expect USC and UCLA alums are going to start piping in about Big Ten and what they think of this. Yeah. Didn't expect to get the Lendale White take Lendale on this. White. Lendale Is White. Is he tweeting from the old country buffet? <laughs> he got big. Yeah. Did he? Was he the guy who got pinned under a barbell? Am I wrong? Had I don't remember. He, when he was in the NFL, did he get, there was a former, I want to say a former US, USC running back that got, I thought like, was trying to lift some weights and got stuck and had like an injury. Oh. Anyway. Anyway. Lendale White said, Big Ten definitely don't want these problems. We've been kicking y'all ass. Oh yeah, Ohio State sucks. All right. Well, that's. And Joshua Perry, rightfully so, retweeted this and said, what year is it? Okay. Hey man. Yeah. They're coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> I'm excited for the O.J. Simpson tweet yeah, soon. That's right. He'll be next. Unavailable right now. I don't think he's uh, hopped on Twitter yet to let us know what he thinks. Uh, bone of education. 
What good is a radio show if it can't teach you about useless things? Here, I've redorculated. Open your minds and unzip your pants because it's time for Bone of Education. Sponsored by White Castle, the new 1921 slider is finally here. Try one today, only at White Castle. All right, Bone. Yeah, today we're going to learn about the mystery of the American flag. Now, I want to preface all this by saying the American flag meaning the 50 the 50 stars american flag because you know not prior the, not the betsy ross flag well right yes there's also questions about how that all went right but we only had the 50 state flag for what less than 70 years or so because alaska and hawaii joined you know in the 50s and so we had to redo the flag from 48 states to 50 so there's been a gentleman named robert g heft he's no longer with with us he passed away but he claimed in 1958, as a 17-year-old, he designed the 50-star flag and got that sent off to his congressman after presenting it in his high school class. And his high school teacher was like, "That's I don't really like that. That's not that good. And he said, I'll tell you what, if you can get that approved to be the American flag, I'll give you an A instead of a B-. So he sent it off to his congressman and eventually made it up to President Eisenhower at the time. President Eisenhower picked it and said, that's the flag. That's the design they adopted, he claimed. And he claims he was there on July 4th when they raised it up in, you know, National Mall or White House, somewhere in Washington. And that was the first time it was unveiled to the American public. And he was standing right next to the president and his congressman was there. And there's this whole story about it and how the flag that he made flew all over all these state capitals. This has been reported. You can go find articles on it all over the Internet. But what's interesting about this is that this story apparently is not true because Slate, the website, went back and researched some of this and found some issues with it. Now, I should tell you, Robert G. Heft, the 17-year-old who claimed that he made this American flag, went to Lancaster High School. Bobby Carpenter. Yeah, in, in right down, yeah, in Lancaster. So th- this is Central Ohio. Robert G. Heft apparently claimed that he did this, but... Here's what Slate has to say about it when they went back and researched. They said that this guy Heft has always said that he was in history class with his teacher at the beginning of uh, Friday, April 18th, 1958, when this all occurred and when he brought this to his attention. The problem is, you look at his age and when he was born, he claims he was 17 and in, in, in a high school junior at the time. He wouldn't have been that age until 1959. Also, there are many other concerns with this, notably the fact that the timelines don't add up for when the approval was for Hawaii and and Alaska to join the union. Also, the fact that on on the date that he claims, July 4th, 1960, when he was in Washington to have the 50 star flag unfurled and he was in the company of President Eisenhower, uh, not true. They looked at the Lancaster Eagle Gazette and found that there's an article in there that says Robert G. Heft spent that Independence Day at a family reunion in Ohio with his grandparents. President Eisenhower was at his farm in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. What a liar. And he only returned to the White House in the evening. And the ceremonial hoisting of the first 50-star flag didn't even take place in Washington, but at Fort McHenry in Baltimore, where it was raised early in the morning, a minute after midnight, as a matter of fact. So... His flag may have made it to D.C., they claim, but on July 4th, 1960, when they unfurled this 50-star flag, there were also 5,200 other 50-star flags displayed over the Capitol on that day. People sent them in from all over the country. So his likely was not 
a design that he came up with. As a matter of fact, they said, it looks like this design had been settled on long ago, you know, earlier in the process, and he may have just seen that and made one of his own. In either case, it was not unique. It does not appear he was there in the Capitol. It, in fact, appears that none of this was what he claimed. But this guy went on, Mike. He claimed this for years. He was interviewed all over the place, talked about it for years. And again, you'd have to think in the 60s and 70s, kind of hard to fact check it when the guy says, I have this, I did this. And he was very, you know, sure of himself when he talked about it. He went on to be a mayor in Napoleon, Ohio for many years. Apparently he was very beloved, sadly died in 2009. But it appears this story that he made up is largely uh, exaggerated, perhaps completely fabricated. But he did apparently make a flag at some point. It did fly over like the high school. We know that. And maybe at the state house here in Ohio. Not sure if it went anywhere else from that. Uh, They do say also that a design of the 50 state flag was available in the U.S. government as early as 1952 that mimics what we have now. They had already thought, hey, if we add some more states, what should we do with the flag? Kind of like probably what the Big Ten is doing right now with what should we do with the logo? Because we are still called the Big Ten and we're going to have 27 damn schools by the time this is all said and done. (laughs) But whatever. They had a backup plan in case they added a few more states. So they had a 49 state flag, a 50 state flag, a 51 state flag. They've had all that stuff. All right. More conversation about the Big Ten getting bigger by two schools. Plus the USFL was a success unless it wasn't. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy delays on I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute back of as traffic continues to build. You'll find more slowdowns on 71 southbound between 11th Avenue and East Broad Street. And delays on I-70 downtown split eastbound between the 71 315 West Split and Livingston Avenue. Traffic report is sponsored by SRGExpress.com. The specialized recruiting group takes an individual approach to placing people in contract and full-time roles. And they're ready to help you find your next job. Visit SRGExpress.com to get connected with an employment expert. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Mike, I'd like to read you a little bit more of a newsworthy tweet and then do a Would You Rather. All right. Um... John Wilner, who is the guy who just shook up all of college football today with the news report that has now been verified and appears to be all but done, that USC and UCLA are joining the Big Ten. Huge news. This is, again, yes, that USC, that UCLA joining the Big Ten, the one you're thinking of, that is a done deal, according to about everyone who covers college football. But John Wilner is the guy who broke this story earlier today. Shook up everyone in college football around 2 p.m. He has just tweeted 21 minutes ago. Source, don't assume the Big Ten is done. I don't. No, we, we've we said Notre Dame would seem to clearly be someone that Everybody's would be in play. Everybody's up for grabs now. Everybody. Right. Na- name it. 
anybody who's not already in the Big Ten or in the SEC is up for grabs. They are all having conversations today. Oklahoma's having conversations today because the Pac-12 and the Big 12, if they continue to exist independently, they will die. They will die on their own. So their only option is, the schools involved, is get together and form an alliance with the Pac-12 and the Big 12 and you merge your conferences. You may still die but you have a better chance of success. Or if you're Oregon, if you're Washington, if you're Oklahoma, you are on the phone trying to figure out what your next step is going to be. Well, not, in- not Oklahoma, right? Because they're going to the SEC. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, not Oklahoma. I'm sorry. Uh, if you're Notre Dame, of course, you're doing that. And potentially Clemson is doing that. Yeah, even. the ACC schools, too. If, if you can't reach out and secure Notre Dame and try and add to your conference at this point, then what are you doing? So Florida State, Clemson, Miami, they're all burning up the phone lines today trying to figure something out. OK, my I guess it's not totally a would you rather, but it will we'll kind of jam it in there a little bit. Um, I have four schools because this this John Wilner covers the Pac-12 and, and according to everyone who covers college football. He is the most plugged in Pac-12 person you can talk to. So he's saying, don't assume the Big Ten is done. Maybe he's talking about Notre Dame. Maybe he's talking about other schools that are not in the Pac-12. But my assumption with that tweet is he is referring specifically to some more Pac-12 schools being very interested in joining the Big Ten. Let's say, I'm going to throw four names at you. Of these four, Mike, you can take two, but one of them has to be the last two schools that I mentioned. Oregon, Washington, Stanford, Cal. You have to take a Stanford or a Cal. Which two of those four are you taking? Oregon and Stanford. That's what my answer would be. I don't even have to think about it. Teddy, I assume, would you be in the same boat? If I said you have to take Stanford or Cal, and then you have the option of any of those other schools in Oregon, Washington, who would you take in the Pac-12? I'm taking... You talking about? I'm talking taking Oregon and Washington. No, no, no. You no, have you to take, take a Stanford or a Cal. You have to take one of those two, and then you could take Oregon. I'm taking Stanford. Yeah, and so Oregon. It's Oregon yes. and Stanford, right? Of course. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, did you, yeah. Did you see Brett McMurphy's tweet? No. no. What did he uh, say? Yeah, he says that he's hearing that the uh, you know. Uh, I'm sorry. I guess this is yeah, the the Big Twelve is going to try to you know go after like Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, <laughs> and Utah. All right. Yeah, fine. they're gonna look. They can, we can call it whatever they want. They can call it the Big 12. Yeah. It's, it's Those a merger. conferences have to they're, merge. They're going to merge what is left of the Pac-12 into the Big 12 or into the... It's either way you want to look at it, right? If instead of USC and UCLA leaving today, if, if, if Texas and Oklahoma, if it had been flipped, right? And USC... USC what? If USC, UCLA had already gone to the Big 10 and today was the day that the Big 12 suddenly lost Oklahoma, Texas you would be seeing the Pac-12 trying to siphon off the Big 12, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just so happens... the happens- Pac-12 is bleeding right now. Yes, and the Big 12 already bled, scabbed up, and is now trying to pretend like they're not limping. And so they're going to say, no, we're going to... It's all a merger. There's Wild. Big 12, Pac-12 will merge as a conference. You will have four, probably 16-team conferences when this is all said and done. Meanwhile, George Clavicle, the... Klyavkov. Uh, <laughs> whatever the hell his name is. He's saying to himself right now, what the hell did I get into? <laughs> He's been on the job for what? Three months? Well, and I don't know. I mean, I'd like to believe if, if you're that powerful in college football that you might have had an inkling this was coming. But all the reporting we've seen so far said all the other Pac-12 schools were blindsided by this. Yeah. So that is uh, 
I if he got blindsided by that, I do slightly feel bad for him, but or or perhaps because you know he's new on the job. Maybe he was in on it all along. Maybe oh. he was working from the inside with Gene Smith. Well, NWO action right there. George uh, Clavicle Kliakov <laughs> was the one who put this all in motion. Yeah. What did Hulk Hogan call it when they first walked out? He- new World Organization. Organization, that's right. The Big Ten is a new world organization today, brother. It's all happening. And then he got on the talking points. Yeah, and then he figured out it was New World Order. and People threw trash at Mean Gene Okerlund and Macho Man Randy Savage got spray painted. It's quite a day. Quite right, a day. The USFL, only Teddy is watching, apparently. <laughs> Even Teddy. But you know what, though? You've watched this entire season, and then last Saturday night, did you watch the big game? I watched the first semifinal game. And then? And that night, I, I watched Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I saw this from Florio today. <laughs> Good. Good for you. As ratings go, the USFL is the quintessential spring football league. It came in like a lion, and it's going out like a lamb. The two playoff games televised on three-letter broadcast TV generated an average of 957,000 viewers for the afternoon game on Fox and 998,000 viewers for the evening game on NBC. For comparison, the first game of the season, played on a Saturday night in April, generated a combined 3.07 million on Fox and NBC. So they, for these uh, the two biggest games of the season, in a different location, for what it's worth, they weren't in Birmingham, they were in Canton, they didn't even average a million for both of those games. The championship game is this weekend. The other interesting thing that I saw is that Fox, who owns the USFL, they have apparently hired an investment bank to look for investors to invest in the USFL. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because, you know, the whole plan for Fox, according to them, has been to grow this and eventually sell the entire league or sell teams in the individual markets to owners and then really cash in a few years down the road it doesn't make any sense after year one to start siphoning off this league to investor money does it no no i wouldn't i wouldn't see why that would even be a thought right now the the whole goal of what this league should be is to try to build yourself as an alternative to the nfl that eventually works into some kind of partnership maybe with the, I was NFL. Say, the whole goal should be for the nfl to buy you yeah and and then they can keep the names and put these teams in cities. And then if I'm living in that city and you tell me there are four or five teams that, because how many teams are in the USFL right now? Are there eight? Or? I think it's eight. Okay. Yeah. Ted might know. You're yeah, there's eight. eight. Okay. So you've, that would be enough to have four. You could take every team and they could be feeder team for like, four NFL teams, right? So you yes. could know, Hey, some of our practice squad guys from, yeah, I mean, look at how big each division is, right? You could literally take a division of the NFL and say, this division, that's their team. This division, that's their team. Any of the four teams in that division, their players go there. I I might be more interested in seeing what some practice squad guys could do if I know, yeah, those guys play. This is my USFL team because some of my guys on my team play there. I might check that out. Maybe. I'd have to <laughs> tolerate the football. It's not that great. But that is the way you could build 
you have to survive first and you have to stay around. You cannot just instantly start selling everything off. So I know that Eric Shanks and Fox, they've they've come out publicly and they've said, yeah, this is a success year one. But with these actions, it doesn't seem like they really think that internally. No. If you're already selling off portions of the league right now, they've committed to come back for year two. So we'll see what happens. And don't forget, the XFL is coming back in the spring as well. So there'll be competition for bad spring football. Yeah, I don't think they did enough this year to say, oh, that'll be no problem when the XFL comes back. We'll dominate that. No, you're probably going to split, and it's probably going to be bad for both. More conversation about UCLA and USC coming to the Big Ten, and I have some Buckeye basketball news that makes me itchy, and I'll share that with you. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of 670 Westbound at 4th Street. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow from I-71 as it recovers and delays on 71 Southbound between 5th Avenue and I-70. About a five-minute backup over there. Traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get ready for summer at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on sweet red cherries. Just $1.99 a pound when you click the coupon in your My Time account now through July 5th. Get real. On the NRA with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Got some baseball this afternoon, kiddos. Last night, dramatic walk-off victory for the Guardians. This afternoon, more of the same. They were down three to nothing. In the bottom of the eighth, was it three to one or three to nothing? Uh, I believe it was one. three to one. Three, three to, to one. one. Three to one in the bottom of the eighth. They tie it. Bad fielding, and then in the ninth inning, walk off. Guardians win again, salvaging the last two games of this series. Do we call them the Guardiac Kids? You can. Okay, I'm going to do that. The other big news of the day. That's no, not baseball, but what the hell. Well, it probably will involve some baseball teams. USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten Conference. If you're just getting in your car, you've been working all day, haven't been paying attention, yes, it's real, it's happening. Yeah, the the financials on this are starting to, well, the reporting on the financials, if this is true, are staggering to say the least. Uh, John Wilner, who broke this story out in uh, California, covers the Pac-12, one of the best Pac-12 reporters out there. He says that according to his sources, USC and UCLA could top $100 million annually in the media rights in the Big Ten. For comparative purposes, they were set to make $30 million a year in the Pac-12 deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, there's That's a no-brainer. Right? right? That you would switch. Um, but apparently it wasn't totally a no-brainer to everyone in the Pac-12 because there are a lot of claims that these officials for the Pac-12, a lot of the schools in the Pac-12 felt blindsided by this. Here's 
Here's the quote that I saw. Pete Thamel and Heather Dinich wrote this article for ESPN, and they got a quote from a, a high-ranking university official at one of the Pac-12 schools. They said, quote, we just got soonered and horned, which I don't know if I want to go around telling people I got horned, but whatever. I understand what he's saying, but he thinks they basically got screwed because they were not prepared for this. Apparently, Whose fault is that? I, I don't I don't know who I mean, I don't know how you didn't see this coming um, for what it is worth. USC and UCLA in the legal technical side of all this stuff. They have grant of rights tied to the current Pac-12 contract, which expires in 2023. So what that means is after that year, they can walk away from that TV deal and pay nothing. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you can walk away from the TV deal, you can walk away from the conference. So they they very well may be able to leave the Pac-12 without even paying a financial penalty to do so. But even if they do, what would it be? If it was $100 million, then they'd make it back the next year, and then they'd move forward and be great. Well, and what TV deal are they walking away from? Yeah, a TV deal that's not that good. Well, their TV deal with Fox. Where are they going? The Big Ten. Who has a TV deal with? Fox. Fox. Yeah. You don't think Fox had a hand in this? Oh, I'm sure Fox Fox is aware. owns the majority of the Big Ten network. They are the tier one television holder with the big noon kickoff and all of that. Their headquarters are in Los Angeles. Yep. You're telling me they didn't have anything to do with this? Come on. Oh, of course. Get real. Of course. By the way, here's another thing that should not have shocked the Pac-12 people because also in this report it says Pac-12 officials had been bugging the Los Angeles schools for years. Nudging is the word they used. I'm going to say bugging. Bugging the Los Angeles schools for years to extend the grant of rights to say, hey, you should join all the other schools and have this be a longer term like the rest of the schools in the Pac-12. And they said, yeah, we, we'll, we'll get to that. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they never did. And maybe this is not maybe. This is clearly why, right? Yeah. USC and UCLA clearly understood we're in a different league from the market they're in. I understand USC and UCLA are not what they once were from an athletic standpoint or at least have not been that for many years. Perhaps they will both get there in football again someday. USC looks to be closer than that. But they are the L.A. market college football teams. No denying that that has a lot of cachet with TV contracts, TV networks, and obviously that's what's driving a lot of this is the money around college football. So is UCLA as good as some of the other schools we've talked about with adding to the Big Ten? No, not at football. They're good at other sports, not that one. But doesn't really matter because you are going to have the L.A. market for whatever it cares about college football. And trust me, it doesn't care about it the same way Tuscaloosa cares about college football. I'll take I'll take half of what L.A. cares about college football over all of what Tuscaloosa cares about college well, that, football. That's the thing. It's more it's, people. We see this in the NFL when you look at the top rated markets, you know, what the local teams bring in every single week, you know, the Packers in Green Bay. They get like a 70 share. Yeah. Everybody's watching the Packers in Green Bay. You look at what the Rams are getting in Los Angeles, what the Giants and the Jets are getting in New York. They're usually at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to local television ratings. But the sheer amount of people they have in those markets, 
you know, the, the Jets may get an eight rating in New York City, but it's generating more eyeballs than the 70 share mm-hmm. that the Packers are getting in Green Bay just because of the amount of people that are in those metro areas. Well, and, and I know a lot of people tend to look at this and I've 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 heard this echoed by so many people around sports radio and, and on ESPN. And I just think they don't use their brains all the time. Not because they're dumb people, but because they just sometimes parrot what other people say and they don't think about it. What is brought up all the time is, look at these Pac-12 stadiums. Look how empty they are. Ugh, that's gross. And it's like, yeah, it is. It's it's gross. It would suck to go be UCLA and have 20,000 people at your games. In a giant stadium like the Rose Bowl, that looks awful. But if Ohio State's coming to play UCLA, guess what's not going to be empty? Yeah, the Rose no Bowl, kidding. Right? And guess which game they're going to put on Big Noon kickoff or... I don't know if they'll still do big noon kickoff, but they probably of will. Of course they will. That's going to be you know what? 9 a.m. kickoff. You know what USC is going to say? <laughs> or UCLA? Kickoff at 9 a.m.? Our pleasure. You want to kick off at 3 a.m.? Thanks You're for the $100 million. <laughs> our pleasure. Right. They're going to do that. The point, though, is if you want to go see the Buckeyes play in the Rose Bowl, you'll probably have a chance to every other year because it's just going to be on the schedule. They'll probably have And tickets to that game... Still will probably be relatively cheap because it's such a big place. And those UCLA fans, if your argument is UCLA is not as passionate as they are in Athens, Georgia, you're right. It doesn't matter because that's not what drives college football is how much fans will vote in a poll on Paul Feinbaum's show. Paul that does not matter to the guys who sign the checks, the guys and gals who sign the checks at TV networks. All right, I saw this it made me a little itchy. 11 Warriors, uh, Posted it. John Rothstein covers college basketball. He tweeted out Ohio State's justice suing abdomen is making progress in return to workouts, but as of now continues to rehab per Chris Holtman. Now it is June. Yes. July. Whatever. So we have some time to go, but does this not concern anybody else that he's not even really playing basketball at this point? He's just rehabbing and, you know, we're just assuming it's like, well, who's going to pick up the slack with scoring? Ah, Justice Suing. That, He'll be back. No that's, problem. That's where I get annoyed is when people say, oh, Justice Suing would just step in. Well, I mean, he's a, he's a big time player. And it's like, no, I know he can be. And I'm, I'm sure it's killing him to not be I'm able not to play. I'm not saying it's not killing him, but we were having this discussion last offseason. Yeah. Where they expected him to be back before last season with this abdomen issue, and he's still not playing basketball. He's still rehabbing. It should be extremely concerning that even if he is able to go and get healthier, what what odds would you get on him being able to play a full season without missing due to just that injury, let a, like a re-injury of that issue, let alone any of the other issues you can get playing college basketball? It's... Yeah, man, it's it's a big concern unless some other players can step up. And I'm not even saying it's a guarantee. We're saying if he stays healthy, not a guarantee he becomes a 20 and 10 guy. But that's the hope is if he can stay healthy, he does that. You have to hope for health and then that development. And those are big ifs. We'll talk about some money coming up next. Just some staggering amounts of money uh, independent of this Big Ten situation today. More money, more storylines happening today. And I also want to touch briefly on the Ohio State basketball non-conference schedule. We talked about it yesterday. I was thinking about it last night, and something started to aggravate me. I'll tell you about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for ramp restrictions. A crash on the ramp from southbound I-71 to 670 westbound. It is causing some heavy backups in that area. Please be very careful as they try to get things cleaned up. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only an array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. All right, a couple things. Buckeye's got another four-star commitment today because, ho-hum, it's a day that ends in Y. Calvin Simpson Hunt, he is a corner uh, the number 178 guy, ranked player in the class of 2023. He's out of Texas. He previously committed to Texas Tech. He said, go to hell to Texas Tech. And now he's committed to Ohio State. So, ho-hum, another four-star guy. Welcome into the fold. There you go. Uh, we talked about Buckeye basketball yesterday because they released their non-conference schedule. And we gave you all the team names. I started thinking about it last night and it started to piss me off a little bit. Here are the opponents. These are all the home games. Chaminade, Robert Morris, Charleston Southern, Eastern Illinois, St. Francis, Maine, Alabama A&M. Now, they have some good games, right? They're going to Duke. That's a tough one. They have good non-conference road games. They're going to play, well, not even true road games. Because the rest of tournament oh, sites, true enough, they got the Maui thing. They're going to the Garden and they're playing North Carolina, but they really just have one true road game, and that's Cameron Indoor. But I, I guarantee you, and sometimes it's justified, and sometimes it's not. We're going to be in you know, like early December, and we'll start hearing news reports. Why are Buckeye basketball fans showing up to the shot? Blah blah blah. Oh, I wonder why. Because they schedule nothing but crap and charge you money for it. I don't want to hear about it when 7,000 people show up and there's no crowd reaction and the students don't want to go. All you have to do is look at this damn schedule to find out why. Yeah, I I am with you on that. I don't need to hear about it from, you know, reporters who just don't pay attention to anything that's going on. I guess if you're not aware of how there's been, you know, in this case going to be a bunch of games that are duds and a lot of people just say I'm not going to bother not spending money on a bunch of games that. that are duds they're all duds well right I'm saying all of them if you're getting into the Big 10 conference play and big time opponents are coming in and no one shows up for those all right, fine. that's different that, right I'm saying but if no one shows up for these you cannot be mad about it what I definitely won't think I, I wouldn't think it will happen and I would hope it doesn't happen I don't need to hear about anybody from the program complaining about it they're like we need a better atmosphere no. here well especially the people at the program level, and I mean, this would go back to like Gene Smith and, and people at that level. You need to find a solution for this arena. You do not need to be playing basketball games in this arena. You need to figure something out. And I know that's probably me just 
screaming into a void that will never return any sound. I understand I'm probably never going to get anyone to go back and say, yeah, you're right. But that they need to figure out what they're doing with St. John Arena. And if it's renovation, whatever, I think they should renovate that place. Do what you need to do to preserve the history of it, but also modernize it to a degree. And then you need to play basketball Can games. Can I tell you something, buddy? If you're getting $100 million for your television deal, no, yeah. you can do anything you want. Yeah. You can take the wrecking ball to the shot right now. Yeah, you're exactly right. Well, or, or you could do this. You could move. I, I know they put a lot of money into that place. They probably won't do it, but you could take the wrecking ball to the shot. You could move everybody into. They just renovated it. They're I not know they're not it. going to, but you could do that and start over. I know. Or, or you could split. You could put these non-conference games. You could put them in St. John Arena. Couldn't you? Yeah. You could. I'll tell you what. You could put one of those non-conference games, pick the worst one. And put it at the Covelli Center. Which one would you pick? I know. That's why I said pick the worst one. I don't know which one is the worst. But I'm saying you could do that even to get... And people... Then you would sell out. People would have a great time. And at least, yes, you're not going to make anything near the money that you would make. And I know for season ticket holders, that's a problem. For people who buy the suites, that's a problem. I got... Have you been to these games where they are playing nobodies? And you look up at the suites. How many of the lights are on in those there's suites? No, there's nobody there. I don't think your partners at the corporate level are really going to be broken up if you say, oh, hey, no suite for this game. They're not going anyway. They don't care. Let's talk about money. USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten. Some people speculate each school could take home $100 million with this new TV deal. That's and the reports are that the Big Ten's not done yet. More schools could be coming. That's been the big story today. We've done the majority of the show on that couple other things inclu- involving money. James Harden and his magical beard has declined his $47.3 million option with the 76ers. And he hopes to sign a new deal with them. And he will. Uh, but And look, I'm not saying he made the wrong move because he clearly has a lot of money in the bank account. But can you imagine the power? The power that you must have. Not to make $47.3 million. But to turn down because you forty seven point three because you are correctly thinking right. you can get more because you're gonna get more and you're already filthy rich. It's incredible the amount of money that is involved in that. I also have this story that I saw from the uh, <laughs> just how much money Michael Jordan makes. Are you aware of this? Well, that's why when that billionaire list came out, yeah, and, and you he, saw wasn't he wasn't on, on it. it. It's like what are we talking about? Yeah, I I don't really understand how that could be. But here, here's the article. Uh, this is from Joe Pompliano. My guy. He said the Jordan brand just crossed $5 billion in annual revenue for the first time. Now, that is, annual revenue. That is the brand. $5 billion. That's not Nike. That is the Jordan brand. That is a portion of Nike's entire portfolio. $5 billion in annual revenue. Now. How much does he get of that? Michael Jordan made $150 million plus from Nike last year alone. That is the licensing deal. They still pay him every year for the use of his image and likeness. $150 million. Did you know that is almost two times what his career NBA earnings were? Unbelievable. Every year, this guy from Nike is getting more money than he made in Perhaps the greatest NBA career we've ever seen. 
one of the top two or three at worst. Oh, and he owns an NBA team. And he owns an NBA team, and every year he gets $150 million cash coming to him from Nike. Yeah. That is unbelievable to me how much money that is. But uh, I, you shouldn't be shocked, I guess. I shouldn't be shocked. Because if anyone was going to make that type of money, it'd be a guy like Jordan. That's how impactful he still remains to the game of basketball and to the sports landscape. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that crash has cleared from the ramp from southbound I-71 to westbound 670. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. You'll also find some delays on 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Traffic is still backed up there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Pierre's Ice Cream. Get your spoons ready. Columbus delicious Pierre's Ice Cream is available now. It's made in Ohio, so creamy and irresistible. Pierre's Ice Cream, enjoy. Find Pierre's at Giant Eagle, Meyer, Discount Drug Mart, and Marks. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Man, have we had a day. Oh, yeah. We have had a day. Uh, Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. I am looking forward to a little levity at 534. Mm. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. What do you think Deshaun Watson's punishment should be? Yes, we haven't talked about this at all today, even though his disciplinary hearing carried over to today. Uh, your choice is no suspension. Come on. Four to ten games, one full season, lifetime ban. All right, well, he's not getting a lifetime ban because nobody gets a lifetime ban. No one's ban. getting a lifetime That's ban. not happening. Nope. Um, we know what the NFL wants, and that's one full season. You know, Florio did have a piece today, and I, I can't believe I'm citing this idiot again. No, I think I know what you're going to bring up, but I, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's a fairly interesting idea. Yeah, he had a point today, or a piece today, saying, you know, there could be a, a compromise here. Uh, perhaps, because he was on the commissioner's exempt list last year, and he got paid. He got paid $10 million to sit at home and do nothing. Perhaps, you know, he's suspended for six to eight games this year, and then they go back and they say, and last year... When you were suspended, but you weren't suspended? Well, we're going to count that as a suspension. So if you pay us back $10 million that you got last year, that will count as a suspension. So we're not going to suspend you for the entire season this year because last year will count as a suspension. Yeah, that's very interesting. Because what, what would that end up being under his logic? 25 games, roughly? I yeah. think if it was you know all 17 from last year and then eight this year. And, and quite honestly, that is a deal that I I think every party would go, I don't really like it. It's not perfect. It's not what we really wanted. And that probably means it's a fair compromise. If if everybody involved says, I really don't like that, but all right. Because, yeah, I'm sure Deshaun Watson doesn't want to give up $10 million more, but I'm sure he wants to play football sooner than later. I'm sure the Browns would say, we don't like the fact that it's eight games, but we didn't totally have to bear the brunt of the 25-game suspension. 
And then, of course, the NFL is saying, we think that this suspension should be further because we've still got more things coming out. But 25 games allows us to put out a press release saying he was effectively suspended for 25 games. And yeah. everybody kind of wins and in that scenario. There's an to this. That's, I think, the most important thing for all those parties involved. Now, whether that makes you feel good, bad, or indifferent as an NFL fan, that's a whole different story. But for the parties involved here, yeah, it's it's a semi-reasonable solution. We'll see if they do that. All right, rundown. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Huge, epic, groundbreaking news today. You know, I don't tend to oversell things, but that's what this is today. USC and UCLA set to join the Big Ten. This is real. This is not a rumor. Press conference could be later tonight, tomorrow. They're saying definitely within the next 24 hours. Although, maybe things get put on hold while other schools try and scramble and figure out what the hell they're going to do. Because I think this is the death blow for the Pac-12. The Big 12 was already on life support. I think the only way either one of these conferences survive and even then, it's not a guaranteed thing that they survive, is if they merge together. You know the ACC schools are panicking right now, too, because this new Big Ten, and you look at what the SEC is going to be with Texas and Oklahoma, they can't compete, at least from a perception standpoint and a TV revenue standpoint, with these two behemoths. So are the ACC schools going to stand pat? What's Notre Dame going to do? They can't possibly. If we're talking about... In the next Big Ten media rights deal, which conveniently has been put on hold while they add new teams, but if we're talking about each member school taking home $100 million, you really think Notre Dame's going to wave at you on NBC making $25 million and call it a day? A quarter of that? I know you value your independence, but you're not stupid. I think this is... The best chance for Notre Dame to join a conference. Which conference is it going to be? Do they make it official with the ACC? Do they get wooed to the Big Ten? The storylines here are out of control. Yeah, they really are. And I think the way I'm looking at the conference realignment stuff is, as you said, the SEC is is huge. It's It's got a lot of momentum. People care about it. It's very interesting. The Big Ten has been similarly in that boat. And now, adding USC and UCLA as the LA media market, the level of intrigue in the Big Ten is going to be even higher than it already was. And if you think of those as like balloons that are swelling with interest, right? Every time someone says something about them, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Picture the other conferences as balloons, too, and they're in a confined space. There's a limit to the amount of space that can be occupied in the college football world. Those two are going to choke out everybody else, aren't they? They're going to swell and swell and swell to the point where if you're in the ACC, you're going, uh, us too, us too. And everyone looks in that box and goes, all I see is SEC and Big Ten. Where are you? I don't even see you in here. But if you're saying to yourself, well, I don't know if this makes that much difference on the field, because what has UCLA been of late? And yeah, USC's got Lincoln Riley now, and they've got this hot shot recruiting class, but is that all going to work out? Or are they just going to kind of be like Texas where we think they're back and they're not? All I know is this. People are tuning in to watch football games because of the perception of how interesting it is, right? They're not necessarily tuning in because it will be the best football game that weekend. The games that get put on at 8 p.m. at night involve brand names, interesting personalities, big-time fan bases, great atmospheres, 
All those things matter, right? That's why sometimes you might find that a team like, I don't know, Minnesota is actually pretty good in the Big Ten. But they rarely get put on prime time. At least not on anything other than Big Ten Network. And why is that? Because Minnesota doesn't quite draw the eyeballs that Ohio State does against Rutgers even because it's Ohio State on one side of that ledger. Right. Tell me how the ACC stacks up to Ohio State, USC, Penn State hosting UCLA, Wisconsin traveling to USC. Tell me, does the, what do they have? Duke playing Georgia Tech? Louisville playing North Carolina? Like, these are not the same atmospheres. It's not going to have the same cachet. It will in that part of the country, but it is not going to be a nationwide interest the same way. So I think even the ACC is at play here, but certainly every school in the Big 12 and Back 12 is open to also be cajoled into joining the Big 10, if the Big 10 wants. The ACC has some intriguing options, too, to poach. And I'm not saying that you should go out there and automatically just add them based on their past history, but... I'll ask you, you know, Florida State. Florida State has had lots of problems on the football field. They're more of a basketball school right now. Some would argue they're a sleeping giant. Miami, I know we sort of roll our eyes at this. Mario Cristobal is there now, and the U is going to be back. We've heard this a million times. Doesn't matter who the hell is there. Are they a sleeping giant, or are they a dead giant that we're trying to will back to life but won't come back to life? I don't know. But that could be an opportunity for you to, you just got California, yeah. reach into the state of Florida and take one or two schools. Maybe they come as a package deal. You may think this is all fantastic. Nothing is off the table. Do you see what just happened today? This all happened under the nose of the media and apparently under the nose of everybody in the Pac-12. Yeah, the reports were, say they were blindsided by this. Yeah, one of the sources at a, a high-ranking source at a athletic department in the Pac-12 said we got soonered and horned. Like you know, they they felt like they were gutted just the way the Big Twelve was when Texas and Oklahoma partnered up to say we're out of here. The so, Rose Bowl people apparently knew nothing about this. Good. Cal apparently knew nothing about this, <laughs> and they're the sister school <laughs> to UCLA. Right. It's it's. University of California, Berkeley, and University of California, Los Angeles. And they knew nothing about it! (laughs) That's how crazy all of this is! I'm telling you, man, this is one of the top five sports stories that I've ever been on the air while it was breaking. That that in my time doing this, I think it's probably similar for you, but yeah, I, I honestly think the Big Ten could easily look at 20 schools. What would they? They'll be at 16 now. Right? USC and UCLA. It would not be out of the question to me that they could add four more schools. Go. This is the time to do it. They're about to sign this television contract. Why would you want to wait another six years? You don't. For the window to open up. Well, and in six years, you might have everybody else realigned to a level that actually makes a little bit more sense. By the way, I'll I'll throw this at you because I saw somebody posting, what if the Big 12 and Pac-12 just essentially melt into the new Big 12? Okay. And here are the divisions they came up with. Big 12, East and West. Cincinnati, Central Florida, West Virginia, Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State in one side of the Big 12. The other side of the Big 12 would be Arizona, Arizona State, Baylor, BYU, Colorado, TCU, Texas Tech, Utah. None of those schools, to me, are national, wow, 
put them on primetime matchups. But None of them. Here's what that is. That conference would be the college football super fan, the connoisseur, the people who really like college football and watch all forms of it. That would be a conference they could seek their teeth into because there's a lot of interesting middling top 25 matchup teams, right? You'd see a lot of teams that have chances to be in the top 25 playing every single week. That wouldn't be terrible. You know what that would be, though? That would be a bunch of schools waiting to get called up to the majors. Of course, because that's any, exactly right. Because any school, if they have sustained success in that new Big 12 or whatever the hell you're going to call it, then you would have the real powers, the Big 10, and the SEC would eventually gobble them up. Well, and that's my point, because I just read you all those schools, which includes the new schools that are coming to the Big 12, right? Now, let me read you the ACC again. Clemson, Florida State, Boston College, Duke, Georgia Tech, Louisville, Miami, North Carolina, NC State, Notre Dame, technically kind of. Pitt, Syracuse, Virginia, uh, why am I believing Virginia Tech, and Wake Forest. That's, is that, are you telling me that's so much better than what I just read for you of what the reimagined Big 12 would be? No, but they have, they have a couple sleeping giants like we just talked about. Sure. And they have a bona fide national championship contender get ratings on Saturday night team in Clemson. Yes, but if... The SEC or the Big Ten said, Clemson, psst, you don't want to do oh, that. You, let me tell you something. Right. They're on the phone today. Yeah. They're it, talking today. And in the sleeping giant schools you're talking about, like Miami and Florida, psst, hey, do you really want to mess with this? You really want to, you want to deal with Syracuse and Pitt and hope that that gets you a TV deal? Or do you want to come over here where you know the TV money's going to be? I'm telling you, ACC is even right for the picking in this. Certainly any other school in the Pac-12 or Big 12 I think we're going to have the power, too. Now, the only thing holding the ACC together is basketball. Because it's that's a that's still a hell of a basketball conference with all of that. If the TV money... And, and I don't think you're going to see North Carolina Duke go anywhere, right? They're going to stay put. What does Clemson want to be in that conference? Florida State's a great basketball school. Do they have to be in the ACC? to be? The SEC is a pretty good basketball conference now. Big Ten's a hell of a basketball conference. I'm saying, and, and certainly Miami, they've improved as a basketball program. Those are schools that are not the traditional every single year, Tobacco Road, that kind of stuff. You could easily, I, I could imagine those schools for football purposes and basketball purposes saying, we don't need to be in the ACC. We're out. This is fluid, man. It's going to change. And I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. All right, we can continue to talk about this. And uh, coming up next, it's uh, Wimbledon. The Queen joins us with an update. Oh. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. Traffic is slow on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan about a five-minute backup over there. You'll also find delays in Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and I-70. Traffic is delayed there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by USFL Playoffs at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. July 3rd, be there for the inaugural USFL Championship from Hall of Fame Village in Canton. Get your tickets for the biggest event of the summer and experience an unforgettable moment in football history. Tickets are on sale today at HallofFameVillage.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. 
All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would you rather is coming up at 534. Send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Mike, the uh, news of the day, I'm sure most people have heard of it, but in case you're just getting in your car and you are not aware of this, the Big Ten has landed USC and UCLA. They are leaving the Pac-12. They are joining the Big Ten. It is all but done. They are getting the final approval on all of this. Uh, in the next few days, there will be a press conference of saying as soon as possibly tonight or tomorrow. Uh, we were talking about where where we go next because clearly other Pac-12 teams will be looking to leave. Big 12, not that there's a ton there, but there may be schools there that say we'd be interested in leaving too. And I even brought up, we both have talked about how the ACC has got to be open to thinking about that as well. You right now are going to have the SEC and the Big Ten be super conferences. Everybody else will be kind of just a conference or nothing. Mm-hmm. And we said the ACC could have the same thing. Robert brings up a good point. He says, you were just talking about the ACC. One thing to keep in mind about them, they have a grant of rights running through something crazy like 2034 or 2036. If enough schools vote to dissolve or high-priced lawyers can break the grant of rights, that, of course, goes away. It is a potential hurdle, though, and that's true. That's something that USC and UCLA, their grant of rights expires, I think, after the 2023 or 2024 season, which makes it easier for them to say, hey, when that's done, we're out. Bye. And they don't have to pay anything. How much money do you think a school would pay to get out of the ACC to go get $100 million a year? Probably more than that in the Big Ten. I mean, it, it, $50 million easy. And, and at that point, I also think if a school like Clemson, Florida state, Miami, that's the level of schools that are probably, I would see as being likely to even consider doing something like that. And maybe it wouldn't be the big 10. Maybe it would be to go join the sec. I don't know, but I do know this. If a school like that is thinking about it, that means there's more than one school that would be willing to join them. And if you get enough schools that say, we will all join together and do this, and we don't care about the financial penalty, go ahead and try to enforce that. We're all going to go to court over it. I could see then the ACC saying, well, we can try to force this and keep it together for another five or ten years, or we can just realize this isn't going to work, and we well have a buyout or something, like and, then you we, just said, and then we have to protect ourselves before all the other conferences realign, and we don't have anything. Right. Nobody's going to go at it alone, just like USC and UCLA didn't go at it alone. They had each other. Yep. And they approached the Big Ten and say, hey, we're in. Are you in? And then the Big Ten said, well, yes, of course. We're in. How much money can we make with you guys? So I'm sure Oregon is panicking today. They're trying to figure it out. But I'm quite sure they're not just calling the Big Ten. They're calling Stanford. They're calling Washington. They're saying, who's going to be in with us? Because we need a partner here. I... (laughs) Okay, I just saw this tweet as we are talking. I did not I did not read this prior to just now. What? That John Wilner, who has broken like all the news today. Yeah. Fifty two minutes ago he tweeted this out. Um he said, If I'm the Big Ten and I want to get to eighteen, the short list is Washington, Oregon, North Carolina, Duke, and Missouri. I don't know about Missouri. I don't know why Missouri, other than I guess they're like Big Ten adjacent as far as... Can I tell you something? Stop thinking about geography. 
I know, right? Geography has nothing to do with anything. When we used to sit down and talk about what a new Big Ten looked like, we would include Missouri and Iowa State and West Virginia because it made sense. Not All of that is out the window now. It does not matter. Well, and again, I he is just speculating on who he would go after. But again, this is someone who's plugged into the Pac-12 enough to say, I knew this. He found this stuff out. So he obviously knows how college sports work. If in his mind, North Carolina and Duke would be open to leaving the ACC, then then there's then there's literally no one in college football who's safe, right? Like, no, if UNC and Duke would say, yeah, I guess you could say that though. With what just happened today, if USC and UCLA, if you hooked me up last week and said who's likely to leave the Pac-12, I never would have thought USC and UCLA because that is the Pac-12 to me. As much as Oregon and Washington have had some better success, you know, in recent years at times, I guess Oregon really, not so much Washington. I still would think USC, UCLA are your A number one. That is the Pac-12. That's their identity as much as any other school. And that's gone. So you're I guess you're right. If, if North Carolina and Duke could leave the ACC, anything, happen. anything is anything possible at that point. Anything could happen. All right. Whatever. It's a fluid situation, so stay tuned. Now let's get to the important things. And now for something completely British. Why, it's a Wimbledon update. Brought to you by Her Majesty the Queen. Oh, hello, everyone. I know back in America you're all talking about USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten Conference. Mm, yes. But did you know... That the Big Ten... Ooh, grunting. The Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren is with me at oh, yeah. Wimbledon taking in the matches today. Did you know that, T-Bone? I heard he was in London. I didn't know he was yes, actually at Wimbledon. I've got Kevin Warren on one knee and Lilibert on the other knee, and I'm bouncing them up and down together. Kevin Warren keeps stealing <laughs> Lilibert's binky. <laughs> Being very rude. I will tell you, we watched Rafi Nadal with another victory again today. He's ah. a handsome Spaniard. Yeah, he is. Usually he's really good on the clay, but he's good on the grass too, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's good all the time. Oh, he's wonderful on my grass. He is, uh... I cut it nice and short for him. He's got... The, all the all the tennis players have the big calves, you know? They're running yes. around, they're... Charging the net. You have to have large calves. Yes. How are I'm your... very proud of my calves. I was going to say, how are your calves? I'm 107 years old. My calves are wonderful. I'm also a big <laughs> fan of the calves. I wonder what they're going to do with Colin Sexton. <laughs> That's right. It's a big question this offseason. We got to know. Yes. So, uh, what do you think is going to happen with college football realignment? Oh, you... I think it's all hit the fan, T Bone. You know that. Which, uh, which school do you think is going to defect to the Big Ten next? Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. I have sauces. S- sauces? Sauces. Oh, so- <laughs> sauces. People close to me Garlic parm? me things. Wing sauce? I don't and know what I've you're talking been about. told that Texas just called the SEC and say, we're not coming. <laughs> Texas is back? We're going to the Big Ten. Texas is back in play? Hook them horns. Oh, they're leaving Oklahoma high and dry, huh? Going to the Big Ten. I love it. Well, it's a big day. I don't want to take too much of your time. I hope you enjoy the tennis. All right. Have a good day. See you tomorrow. Tell Kevin Warren he can stay there. We don't have any need for him. They're doing all the work over here, getting it all done.
He's enjoying tennis. He is, by the way. That's not a joke. Kevin Warren is in London when all of this is going down. Perhaps the most significant day in Big Ten football in uh, 50 years. He's in London, and the stories say that he's going to take in Wimbledon. He's going to be there. Okay, here we go. Nicole Auerbach, four minutes ago. The Big Ten chancellors and presidents have a meeting scheduled for 6 p.m. Eastern tonight to vote on the addition of USC and UCLA. Sources tell The Athletic it is expected to be a formality, of course. Again, we know this is happening, but I'm just keeping you abreast of the actual logistical things that do need to occur for this to happen. They are saying it's the meetings at six. It's a formality. Again, this is a done deal. This is happening. Would you rather is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on 670 westbound at Route 315. It is blocking the right side, causing some backups. Please use extra caution over here. We'll also find traffic is slow on 71 northbound between I-70 and 11th Avenue. Plan about a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by USFL Playoffs at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. July 3rd, be there for the inaugural USFL Championship from Hall of Fame Village in Canton. Get your tickets for the biggest event of the summer and experience an unforgettable moment in football history. Tickets are on sale today at HallofFameVillage.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Get- Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. Sponsored by Atlas Butler Plumbing Services. The best Would You Rather, according to us, will get a family four-pack of tickets to Good Guys 24th Summit Racing Nationals presented by PPG at the Ohio Expo Center July 8th through the 10th. There you go. Experience Hot Rodding's biggest party of the year with family and friends at America's favorite car show. Get complete details, purchase tickets, or register your ride online at good-guys.com. Good guys, cool cars, cool people, and good times. Are you ready? I am ready. Uh, Dustin says, my guys. Oh, yeah! Would you rather be forced to change formats and do a radio cooking show where you describe your food and steps to cook it in great detail? Or would you rather do a radio version of Top Chef? Um, I think I'd like that because then we can comment on other people's. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want to have to cook. Although I do think a good podcast would be someone walking you through a recipe and telling you about the food as you're making it, so you could have it in your ears and just make the food while you're listening to someone help you get through it. But that's not for here or there. Not Joe Germain says, "Man, I adore you. Thank you. Mm. Happy early Bobby Bonilla Day." Would you rather be like Bobby Bonilla and get $30 million deferred over 25 years after you're done playing, or be like Chase Daniel and get $40 million during your career but never actually play? Ooh, that's interesting. Well, you're I not playing, I'd... but you're still going to work. I'd like to play. Right, I so mean... if I'm going to go to work every single day, I mean, I'd rather take $40 million and never leave my house. But if I have to go through <laughs> right. NFL practices and be on a roster and do all that, that's still going to work. I'd rather be Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, I agree with that. Meat Sweat says, my guys, 
Would you rather have the guy from seventh grade show up to the studio, everyone goes outside and forms a circle, and you actually have to fight him? Or would you rather have a no-holds-barred cage match with Ric Flair? I don't know what this dude from seventh grade looks like today. Um, but I'll take my chances with a 70-year-old man that is a pacemaker. That's what I'm saying. Like, Ric Flair knows all the moves, but he's he's old, and I think you would be stronger than him at this point. River, says my guy. Timing up that disc for Bone. Would you rather have an hour-long dinner with Common Man's impersonation of the Queen or his impersonation of Kristen, my wife? Mm. I think I would go with the Queen impersonation. Uh, yes! I was going to say just because it's not quite as loud, but then again, when you did that, what it was very about? loud. It was very loud. Okay. Uh, your guy Dove says, would you rather have all furniture you purchase put together for free the rest of your life or the first of each month you wake up to a McDonald's steak bagel meal? Oh, first of every month, first of every month. You know what? I'm I'm thinking I'm going to put together a lot of furniture over the next few years because my kids, you know, we're we got a growing family, right? So yeah, we got yeah. different bed sizes, different dressers, things like that, that you would assemble. But I kind of like doing that stuff. And it's only once or twice a year. I'll take the steak bagel. I want the bagel, yeah. Uh, Chubby Time says, my guy. Go to hell. Common man, would you rather not be able to eat any carbs, including bread in all forms, starches, food with acid, or spicy foods without throwing up if you do? Okay. Says, no, you can't will it away. It's happening. All right. Or ride 20 minutes in a hot air balloon 500 feet off the ground. 500 feet. Here's my question to you. 20 minutes. Are you guaranteeing me that I won't die? I don't know if there's any guarantee of anything. Can Can I wear a parachute? I don't think that would be impossible to do, but you would have to. I don't think a parachute's going to work for you at 500 feet. Not enough time. I can't not eat all those things That's for the what rest I'm of saying. my life. I think you'd have to you have to pick hot air balloon there. All right, fine, I do. Who was that? Chubby time. Ch- my guy. He's not getting it just because he changed his name to that. I didn't say that. I'm just saying good job, Chubby Time. Uh Zach says my guys. Chubby time! I have no control. <laughs> Would you rather your flight get canceled slash delayed on your way to a vacation or on your flight back home? Oh, um, I want it on the way to the vacation. Because, yeah, because then you can recover while you're on vacation. Yeah, you could be mad and frustrated, but at the end of the day, it's maybe you get delayed for a few hours or at worst a, a day, and you lose some of the vacation time. When it's time to go, I don't want to sit there and be thinking about, oh, and when I get back, back to all the other stuff I have to do. No, I want to get, I mean, I don't like vacation being delayed, but I'll take the delay on the way there as opposed to on the way back. Richard says, my guys, would you rather have Texas and Oklahoma or USC and UCLA join the Big Ten? Uh, Look, I understand from a from a purely competitive standpoint, Texas and Oklahoma, but hell with those hillbillies. I'll take the West Coast snobs. Well, and I I think the historic matchups that you've already had with USC and UCLA, I like that. I feel like they fit in much better than Big Ten. Than either of those other schools. So, yeah, give me USC-UCLA, which is what we're getting. Uh, Stark's gourmet wife says, my diddly dudesters. Could use a little love right now. Mm-hmm. There they are working those balls. For Ted. This one's for Ted. 
Okay. Would you rather not be allowed to take Wednesday or any weekday off each week, or would you be, or would you be allowed to take your Wednesdays off? You would be allowed to take your Wednesdays off, but you have to take phone calls for Would You Rather and Tool of the Week, and the phones break constantly. <laughs> Goodbye, Wednesday's off. Yep, that's right. Ed does not want to do that. I am not going through that uh, phone call you know, issue, no. Man, I had forgotten no. all about that, but how it would be, we'd get through halfway with either of those segments, and then we'd look over at Ted, and his hands just be up in the air, and then Mike would be like, what the hell? Blah, 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 blah. And the then lines. we're like, oh, we got seven more minutes of this segment that we promised everybody we were going to do, and we can't answer any phones now. Good. <laughs> Uh, Russell says, asks, would you rather have Brian Hartline recruiting at OSU and no Ryan Day or Ryan Day be the head coach and no Brian Hartline recruiting? Oh, I'll take the first one. Ryan Day gone. T-Bone just killed Ryan Day. I actually got to be honest. I kind of blacked out on what you just said because I'm reading more of these Big Ten quotes and I'm or these the SEC stuff. Come just, on. It keeps coming. I don't like to tell plenty you. of time for that. Well, turn your computer off. It just popped Give up. our it listeners some up. respect. Sorry. All right, here it is. Again, right, listen again. to what I'm saying I'm to you. Here we go. Would you rather have Brian Hartline recruiting at OSU and no Ryan Day? Oh, okay. All right. Or Ryan Day be the head coach and no Brian Hartline recruiting? Yeah, okay. I'd, I'd still rather have Ryan Day. Fair point. You'd rather have Ryan Day? Yeah. Glad I faked it on the one I really couldn't fake it on. Good stuff. A fat guy in Ohio says, would you rather see Torg and Herbie in a cage match? He oh. said, don't get me fired, Herbie. It's theoretical. Hmm. Or Rothman and, I don't know, some guy who looked funny at a dog once. I, uh, <laughs> man. How about Rothman and Michael Vick? Yeah, but I, I mean, that's, I, I want, we're presuming that our guys would win on this situation. I'm not presuming anything. Okay. I would want to see. I don't even care who wins. <laughs> I would like to see Torg get a couple shots in on Herbie. That'd be good. Uh, what do we got? Christopher, would you rather be the star of your favorite show or be the star of your favorite movie? I don't know. Who cares? Show, I guess. Yeah. Kevin says, my guys. Ah, ah, ah. Would you rather be able to eat a steak for free anytime, but it's always cooked two temp levels away from what you ask? Ooh. Or... Have a personal Michelin star chef that only uses overly processed ingredients ingredients in all their dishes for all your meals. I don't mind that. I like overly processed. Me too. That's pretty much what I eat all the time anyway. <laughs> You're going to like take, so we're going to take some like Hillshire Smokies, little Smokies, and then turn them into like a Michelin five-star dish. All right. I'll do that. That's fine with me. Yeah. Uh, Pleasure Sauce asks, would you rather see Jeff Rimmer made head of the Howler Monkey Committee and responsible for bringing that little Sasquatch in? Mm. Or, hiding in plain sight, supervillain Elon Musk buys Spotify and fires every one of them some bitches. Comes with cure for hemorrhoids. (laughs) (laughs) But then maybe is he saying that we won't get yelled at by Spotify? Yeah, that's what he he said. Elon Musk is going to solve our problems, according to Pleasure Sauce. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Uh, I would rather have. I would like to actually see a reality show where Jeff Rimmer is tracking monkeys. I'd like to see a reality show where Jeff Rimmer is doing anything outdoorsy. That would be great, I, including like gardening. I'm, he might be a lovely, wonderful gardener for all I know, but I'd like to see it. Uh, Lady Gaga's Mitra says, "My guys." Well, I don't like Facebook. 
Would you rather have a full-term ghost baby with dead Paula Poundstone? Okay. Or would you rather have a full-term ghost baby with dead Paul Harvey? I don't think Paula Poundstone's, Poundstone's alive, as far as I know. Paul Harvey's dead. Paul Harvey is dead. I think Paula Poundstone's alive somewhere endangering children. <laughs> Remember she got she got I popped think, for that? Child endangerment? Did she? Yes. Okay, I forgot I'm about it. I'm telling you. I think she's right, doing... I leave my kids in the backseat. What are you going to do, Paula Poundstone? I think she's on, like, NPR. Yeah, I'm on like, NPR. Wait, wait, don't tell me. It's a pretty hip show. I kind of like it. It's pretty fun. But I'm no Greta Van Susteren. What do you think, Greta? I'd rather get it on Paul Harvey, got to be honest with you. We're like dueling stroke victims right now, just talking out of the side of your mouth. Sounds like a lot of fun to me. Hey, we got to pick a winner for Would You Rather. Who you want to pick? I'm going to go with the guy who said bagels or furniture. Sounds good to me. What do you think, Joe Namath? I want to kiss you. All right, let's that, make out. Was that Dov? I don't remember Ooh. what name you said. I don't know. The guy who said you have bagels once a all month. Right. Bagel all your furniture guy put together. It's a good guy's car show family four pack. Thanks for doing my impression. No, you always steal my <laughs> queen. <laughs> what are we doing? Playing chess? I'm stealing your queen, taking your bishop? What are we talking about? All right, oh, back page coming up. I got. It was pretty smart. <laughs> and T-Bone gets distracted by tweets. <laughs> Common man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. All right, watch out for an accident on 670 westbound at Route 315. It is causing some backups in that area. Please use caution over here. You'll also find heavy slowdowns on 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Plan on some stop-and-go delays. This traffic report is sponsored by USFL Playoffs at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. July 3rd, be there for the inaugural USFL Championship from Hall of Fame Village in Canton. Get your tickets for the biggest event of the summer and experience an unforgettable moment in football history. Tickets are on sale today at HallofFameVillage.com. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Well, if Bone you didn't man. Uh, get enough of all the news today, USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12 Woo. for the Big Ten. I assume you're going to do pretty much two hours of this, right? Two full hours. Every nook and cranny we could possibly explore we might even go back to a year ago with where things were going. You know, this made me ponder. Remember Joe Shad at ESPN for a while? He was the dude. He was the guy that would tweet about college football news, and yeah. he was covering the sport. He had it way back then that Oklahoma and Texas, and I know Oklahoma State, and I think the fourth one was Texas Tech. It was the report. It was the the news. They were all going west. They were going to the Pac-12. And that turned out to be completely false, and you pretty much never heard from him again. And years later, look where we are. Look what's happening in the sport. Texas and Oklahoma, they did go somewhere. They didn't go west. Of course, they go to the SEC, and then this is the response here about a year later from the Big Ten. Yeah, it's, it's to me, one of the biggest stories I think I've ever been in the building when it's broken and then I knew we had to go do a show. It's one of the biggest stories I've done in 
in my career, it feels like. Because it's just, it's a shock to me. Not that USC and shocker. UCLA are... are <laughs> you like, yeah. What's the matter with you? I'm just saying, it's, it was pretty shocking to me. I can't even have a conversation. Apparently it was shocking to the Pac-12. Apparently it was shocking I to everybody there. I can't take you anywhere. That's right. <laughs> you liked it. Stop. I can't believe Come you on. would try to derail this show with juvenile humor. <laughs> How let me, let me you tell you something. No, you know, but real quick though, the the biggest shocker story to me was when the Manti Teo thing broke. Didn't know what to do that, going on you know the what? air. That's when a it was good real. call. That's a good call. When we found out that that whole thing, because people don't remember that he had a that girl, didn't make any sense. He had a girlfriend who passed away. We thought, and that was a story all the way through. Whatever bowl were they in the Rose Bowl national championship? Am I wrong? I think yeah, it was yeah, national they, championship. They got something? their butts kicked by Bama, right? That's right. Well, right. So anyway. But all through that, it was like, yes, he's soldiering through despite the death of his girlfriend. He was crying on the field. Yes, and all crying the on the field. That every year. interview. And it we was were just so important. We were all just, yeah, everybody felt bad for this guy. And then, and then, Lene Kakua. We have, we did the, the bit. Did you remember? Exist. I remember we it did very a, we well. We did a couple of these. Really? We did, yeah, because then it turned I out. these. He you got, remember. He got, the Manti Teo Hang bits? on. For people who don't know, just before we play this, and people are like, you're making fun of his dead girlfriend. No, There was, there was no real. girlfriend. He got catfished by a, a, it was a, a the, guy, a guy was related like, to Marques Tuiasasopo. Yeah. The Rose was, Bowl quarterback. That's right. But it was a guy who was kind of friendly with him, kind of knew of him, and he had no idea it had been this because all of a sudden, all those mentions disappeared for like a month and then there was a big story that came out and said that girl didn't exist he didn't attend a funeral this was all fake all right I'm and gonna, we couldn't I'm play, believe it. i'm gonna play this just for a little while and then we'll cringe at how bad it is hello hi manti uh, hey lene hey how are you wow it's it's good to hear your voice it's been so long did you have a nice christmas uh yeah I did you get the gift I sent you? Yeah, I got it. Thanks a lot. It's just what I wanted—a big ball of cash. It's all I know how to get. The lady of my life. For Valentine's Day, you asked me what you could get me. Yeah. I what, think what I'd like want? another big ball of cash. Okay, I'll send one of those along. All right, and you know what? If you just felt like it, like on a random Monday, I would really appreciate a big ball of cash. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be—I can do that. I have some news for you. I heard the the Chargers are relocating. The Chargers? You play for them. Oh, yeah, the my team. team. With the bolt the football you, team I play for. Yeah, them. You mm. wear the helmet with the lightning on it? That's the Chargers. I thought that was just like a jagged rainbow. I didn't know what that was. I can't believe you went to Notre Dame. Anyway, um, they have moved to Chillicothe, Ohio. Ch- what? Chili, Chili, your coffee is cold. You got chili coffee. Now, you want an iced cappuccino along with the ball of cash? Do you need a bell tone? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Sorry, Lene. Hey, by the way, can you send me another big ball of cash? Right, this goes on for another minute. I like I like that. I <laughs> you think like that's it? Up, You're easily entertained. Well, I know. I think that's up there. When you do the girl voice, whether it's the wife or the queen, I like the queen <laughs> I'm today. Glad that's my claim to fame. I like it. Yeah. Whenever you do the girl voice, it is pretty good. I got to be honest. I, but I wonder if he told Manti or if she told Manti on a phone call, almost like Elaine in that Seinfeld episode. Well, it goes on. G- Gammy's dead now. It, we we go on <laughs> and pretty go. much do that. Uh-uh, yeah, I'm sick. That's right. Yeah. Gonna die now. Bye bye. The bit always ended with her having a terminal illness and dying. Okay. In the, <laughs> yeah. in the phone call. Okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah. All right. We yeah. have to get back to things, though. All right. Back page. Yeah. 
The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Hey, T-Bone, go ahead. <laughs> well, I've never heard somebody in the music world do this, but I think it's very interesting. The artist Beck was giving an interview. He was talking with Audible Originals Words and Music Podcast, where the veteran musician said he regrets something. He regrets not letting Weird Al Yankovic parody his 1994 breakout hit, Loser. He said Weird Al tried to do a version of it. It was going to be called Schmoozer, which I regret denying him the permission to do. Hmm. Was Jeff Rimmer going to sing it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a schmoozer, baby. (laughs) Why won't you call me back? I think it would have been an amazing video. I'm actually really sad it didn't happen. Apparently... He had been working for years to break in, of course, to the mainstream with all his alt-rock credibility. He usually didn't get the radio play. So he didn't want to just give the approval to have the first thing that really got him airplay mocked incessantly. Now he says he thinks that was a mistake and it would have been funny. So good for him for at least realizing... What's Weird Al doing mistake. now? He live? Counting his money? Yeah, I think they're doing, a, they're doing a movie about him, right? Why don't we, why don't we yeah, do Yeah, Daniel one? Radcliffe. Let's yes, that's Harry right. Potter is... Weird Weird Al Yankovic. That's that's real. That's happening. Good times. Buckeye Show is coming up next. Two big hours of USC and UCLA conversation. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on 670 Westbound at Route 315. It is still causing slowdowns in that area, blocking the right side. Please use caution over here. You'll also find delays on Route 315 Southbound between 670 and I-70. Plan on some backups there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Piers Ice Cream. Get your spoons ready. Columbus, delicious Piers Ice Cream is available now. It's made in Ohio, so creamy and irresistible. Piers Ice Cream. Enjoy. Find Piers at Giant Eagle, Meyer, Discount, Drug Mart, and Marks. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.